Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios on the road. And today we're in Colorado Springs with Mike Yankee at his house in his basement. And we have Tracy Wolf, and he's from California. And he's visiting, and he's got some stuff to uh, talk about. Nice to be here. Amen. Uh, thank you, Noah. Thank you for having us. And uh, thank you to Abiding Life for giving us this opportunity to share a little bit here uh, today. Through the years, it's, I think it's occurred to all of us who've been in and around this message that you don't get it all at once. Uh, it's mm. probably good that we don't Yeah. because it's quite a load, uh, particularly if you've been walking one way, uh, even in your Christian experience. And now there's, for some folks, maybe a new approach to it. And it takes a while to, to make that work and for us to be able to walk in and to live that new identity, which is what we really have in Christ. I know Mike used to talk about practicing it in, in everyday mundane places of life where you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple stuff like doing the dishes, like if you're working on whatever you're working at on your daily basis, asking the Lord to be a part of that, to do that for you because you recognize you can't do it on your own. And that's, so it comes to us a little at a time and we don't get it all at once. And so we've kind of come up with a little thing here that I like to call one revelation at a time. And I think that's how he builds this new life in us. He builds it into our life just a little here, a little there, as we continue to walk in him. So we're going to talk about some of those things, some some of the revelations that have come to me personally. Maybe you guys will have some, even from the scripture, How many, particularly from the scripture. <laughs> how many times have you read over his passage maybe? No telling how many times, and one day you read it again, and the meaning or the meat of it might hit you or impact you in a way it never has before. Yeah. If you've been walking with the Lord and reading His Word at, at all, I'm sure we've had that experience. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, really neat and inspirational when you see that happen. And that's, a, that's one of these little revelations that got dropped on you yeah. from the Lord. And that's very biblical, by the way. Um, uh, you, we can turn to a couple of scriptures that would, would have us understand that that's kind of the way it happens. If we can look at maybe First Peter uh, here, in the first cha- the first chapter of Peter, and I'm going to be, be begin reading in verse three, and go here for a little bit down, probably through about verse seven or maybe verse nine. If you have a question, in the meantime, you guys can stop and okay. we'll talk about something. But but this is really classic material here, and what I'm looking at is just the revelation part of it. Where Peter says in verse 3 of first chapter of Peter 1, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to, all, to, according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible. Notice the language here. Incorruptible, undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. Hmm. Amen? Yeah. Think about that. Okay? Who are kept. You go, I mean, it gets better. It kind of crescendos out here. Mm-hmm. Who are kept by the power of God through faith for the salvation, ready to be revealed at the last time. And this you greatly rejoice, though now for a while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. We could all say amen to that. Amen. Oh, yeah. I mean, they come on a regular basis. But yeah. guess what? You're in good company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's happened to everyone. <laughs> That the genuineness of our seven of your faith, being much more precious than that 
gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at what? The revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with your with inexpressible uh, joy and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So we'll stop right there. And by the way, I'm reading from the New King James. So so that's just a power-packed little section of Scripture there. Where he, I, I like the way he ends it up there in verse, uh, verse 7 towards the end. Where he says, at, you know, uh, praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's what we want. That's what we're about. We, we want to get that revelation from him. Yeah. And, and we get them a little here and a little there. And uh, there's one more that we can talk about uh, in that regard, and that one uh, is in Galatians. And then after we get we get done with reading here, maybe we'll just make some more comments and we'll move along here and, be, and give at least some testimony about some examples or some revelations that have come uh, to my little peanut-sized brain and, and heart here uh, through the years. And maybe you guys can share, if I can ever find Galatians, here we are. <laughs> um, Yes, and then I think the, the first chapter, here we go. We'll start in Galatians 1, chapter chapter 1, verse 11. I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me was not according to man. For neither for I neither received it from man, nor, what, nor was I taught it, but it came through, here we go, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we have our antenna, if you will, you know, ready to receive these revelations because they will come. If you're in him, they will come. And even if you're not in him, one of the very first basic revelations that we get, uh, one that comes to maybe at the very beginning is, hey, I'm a sinner. Mm -hmm. Somebody has shared the gospel with you to the point where one day, uh, we could probably, you know, have some testimony here. One day you decided, yep, I need this Jesus. I need this salvation. I think I was 13 in Tampa, Florida. And it dawned on me that I needed a Savior. Mm-hmm. So that right there is from him. That's a revelation yeah, from right. him, even in the very beginning. And you can go to Romans where it talks about, oh, you know, we won't do that, but none of none of they've all gone astray. There's no, none good, no, not one. And this, this thing is for all of us. It's for us individually. Mm-hmm. We have to make the step individually. You can't ride on someone else's coattails right. into faith in Christ. God yeah. doesn't have any grandchildren. Right. right? <laughs> We're all first generation Christians. We're all first generation brothers and sisters. Mm. So that's that. That's just the first one. You know, I'm a sinner uh, and I need this salvation that the Lord's offering me. Praise God for that. That's the step in the right direction. And then as you move in him, we, you know, we learn from that and other things. And we know you know, because what we've been heard or have been taught that we need that, that sort of should spark some kind of a change. Mm. But then we'd struggle with knowing that maybe we should have, but we don't feel like we have. We don't recognize that there's been a change take place. You know, we don't feel it in our gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember Mike and others saying, you know, you look the same, but you're not the same. What's right. happened inside of you is radically different. Mm. Right. And it just takes a while. And that's okay. When you, that's another thing. We need to let folks know. You know, if you're not just walking and talking the abiding exchange life the next day after you come in contact with it that's no problem just hang in there because it's a it's a 
little here, a little there, a little here, a little there. Mm-hmm. And the one day that scripture will just bump out at you like, wow, where'd that come from? And I'll give you another personal example. And then maybe some of you will have something to share about that very thing. One of the watershed monumental moments uh, from my Christian experience was a, was a uh, revelation from the Lord through a brother watchman knee in one of his books. I forget. might have been a normal Christian life. I forget. But he's going over 1 Corinthians um, chapter 6. And in verse 16, if I remember correctly, he talks about the relationship with a person, a man and a harlot, and how that's, that union is, that's one. That, mm-hmm. that body has become one. It's ugly. But it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, then the next verse, he says, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And it just dawned on me, wow, and just the same way that that ugly thing was one, this over here now is one in the, in the best sense possible. Mm-hmm. My spirit is united with him, and that's one, it's not two. And most of us have been taught by default or design, one or the other, that we have two in there that are duking it out for control of you. But once you make that step to invite Christ into your life, that's no longer true. Scripture says here, you're one spirit with him. Well, for me, I know it comes to all of us differently, but I blew the top right through my pickup in my truck when I was reading that day at lunch, my lunch break. Mm-hmm. I'm one with, I'm really one. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I just have simple enough faith, even then, you know, years ago, to believe that and to not ever let go of it. And that's one of them that came to me was, wow, I'm one with the Lord. I'm one spirit with him. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't change no matter what. That doesn't change. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's really cool. And everything that we see, hear, taste, touch, and smell around us tells us that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Every experience that we have in life, uh, in this natural world, tells us that that's not true. That mm-hmm. it it says, no, you're not one with Christ. But that's that's the repentance of our or changing in our mind that we have to if there's anything that we have to do is to do that is to change our mind and repent and stop thinking like, no, it's not about these things of the world. That's telling me that it's not true. I have to have the faith to believe that that is true. Yeah. And, and then you, then you start to live a holy life as opposed to, uh, if you try and do it the other way around though, if you try to like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to stop doing these things. Uh, then I'll be holy. No, it's like, no, we are holy. And, and we can't get the cart before the horse. And I love that you read the first chapter of first Peter and, and Galatians. And, and it's also in, uh, some other, uh, the books that, that, that Paul wrote or the letters that he wrote. Um, you know, he explains before he goes into any detail about what we're supposed to do or how we're supposed to act. It's not just an introduction. It's mm-hmm. an important part of the message. This is who you are in Christ. Now, therefore, love your wife. Husbands, love your wife. Wives, you know, respect your husbands. But when no, most of the time when you go to church, they want to go straight to the back of the book and start hammering you on, uh, this is what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. which is the law. Yeah. But they completely discount or just say, well, those are just, let's, we don't even really need to read the first chapter of these. Yeah. It just skip, skip through scripture, whatever will fit. Yeah. But yeah. if you don't have this first part of these, of, of Galatians and Peter, you can't do the, the last chapters. Yeah. 
you just you can't mm-hmm. yeah i was when i was in kansas last i was talking to this brother and he uh was having a really hard time just you know real hard time with the lord real hard time with life and i was sitting there listening to him and the lord just told me i want to know him so just tell him that so i said well god just wants to know you and he started crying and he said i've never he goes what picture just came into my head was the lord actually looking down at me with his hands up saying come to me and he goes this whole time i've been you know looking at you know the whole time i was looking up at the sky with my hands up there like are you there god are you there are you there mm-hmm. and he goes then there's nothing there and then he's just like but he goes i never thought it the other way around that god actually wants a part of me he wants to be in a relationship with me he wants to know everything about me and walk through this life yeah. with me and he goes man how cool is that just the different way to look at it right right you know yep amen so yeah you remind me back back there peter again and about how we are holy and you made that point that we don't need to try and become holy we are holy because of who we are in christ with the deposit he's made into our spirit of his spirit and I thought about First Peter again, uh, same chapter, verse 16. And, and in this scripture, this Bible, it says, Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and, and the way I've said this before, uh, and you know, the way I like to approach that whole thing right there is like, God's last name is holy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, his children are holy. Well, my last name is Wolf. And my children are wolves. They can't help that. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. right. that's just who they are by birth. <laughs> right. Well, guess what? That's who we are by birth as well. Mm-hmm. So be ye holy, for I am holy. And if we're his children, we bear, if you will, that last name of God. Mm. Wow. That's who we are. And yeah, that's good. So so this whole thing is, you know, as, as more revelation comes, we, we just, even though we don't, for sure don't deserve them, don't believe maybe or feel like we have them. The Bible says that we do. Jesus and his apostles say we do. And we just have to make that a part of our life and realize that when, when the trouble comes, when the doubts come, and they will, that we say, okay, well, that may be true, but I'm feeling this, but the Bible tells me and the Spirit tells me, and this is who I am. I'm no longer that old person. Which brings us to another revelation. Uh, that that will come upon all of us hopefully at some point in this journey and that is the one that of just being that new creation i'm a new creation in christ mm. i can remember when that sort of rolled around the first one i i, bu- I bugged my friends for two weeks over that when i was calling them on the phone hey do you know you're one with the one with spirit <laughs> they probably thought i was crazy <laughs> but you know you, you get that stuff and you want to tell people man come on look what i found and they yeah. said well yeah i knew that 10 years ago <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. yeah right but here's another one we're, we're we're a new creation old things have passed away second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation old things have passed away behold all things have become new do you believe that right Hmm. and again most of the time it's taught if you're in christ you know as like are you walking with the lord it's like no I don't think that's what it's meant uh, to be expressed that way. It's, do you believe that you are in Christ? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Check that box. Yeah. yeah, and so, yes, so that's true. Yes. Yeah. But no, that has great implication. 
that has, you know, I'm a new creature. Uh, again, I look the same. I'm not the same after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm this. I'm this person who has worth and value in Christ mm-hmm. forever and ever until you know. Well, it doesn't ever end, even in eternity. And then, so before that, we, you know, we, but our old identities are just that. They're old. And when we come to Christ, we have the opportunity to shed that and, and, and to walk in this newness of life, what Paul would say in Romans. You know, we walk in newness of life. Hmm. We count all that as, as gone. All things have become new. Well, have they? Well, maybe uh, on, a, on a material level or maybe no, they haven't. They're still mm-hmm. the same. But internally, in, in the spirit world, in the spirit, spiritual end of our life, we're a new creation. So I can remember when that one, you know, finally came through. Oh, hey, I'm a new creation, you know. So these are just simple biblical yeah. things, but they but they come to us at the right time. And, yeah. and we begin to build for ourselves what we already have in him is mm-hmm. we begin to make the new identity that we have. We begin to make it real and to allow it to impact our life, which it's supposed to do. Yeah. He wants to change us from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And that's where these changes begin. Yeah, and I, I think for me, I always remember hearing, you know, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. I I could always handle that. Then like three years ago or something, around then, or maybe it was two years ago, someone said, well, you're in Christ. And I said, no, I don't like that. I I, I didn't think I was worthy enough to be in Christ. It was okay to him being me, but for me to be in him... uh, yeah. No, I'm a scumbag. I I can't yeah. go, I can't go there. But that is the truth. But it is the truth, and yeah. it, it and that's what the beginning of me to start loving myself. That's when I really hated myself, hmm. and it was the perfect time, like you're saying, Tracy. Perfect time that I heard it, and then I swallowed it. You know, I chewed it up and I swallowed it. Oh yeah. And went with that, and was like, oh, okay, when, I am with him. One day, it, it yeah. became yours. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's the revelation. And I'm sure I heard it many times before, but it just never sunk in. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at uh, Ephesians uh, uh, chapter 1. Yeah, we didn't talk about Ephesians. We talked about Galatians, right? Um, In in verse 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us. Like I said, chew that on for for a little bit. Yeah. it's 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 not something that we have to do. Um, it's it's a fact. It's a, a precursor to what's coming. Um, and 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 I know there's something Colossians. I'll find when I find that. I'll I'll, I'll share that too. Yeah, just interrupt whenever you need to, brother. So w- when we come to all of these attributes and and uh, revelations from Christ, you know, it's not like brill cream. You know what brill cream is? Uh-uh. I'm showing my age. There used to be a commercial about broken. It was a hair stuff. Mm. And the thing was a little dab will do you. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, we don't okay. get just a little dab, brother. Yeah, right. You get the whole well, thing. You get the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. We, we got all of it. Okay, here's another one. I'll just toss out and we can play off of this one. Um, I, I remember the day when it really, really hit rock bottom in me as far as much as it could, uh, that I have passed from death into life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just... It is true of us according to the scripture. And as John chapter 5, and we'll begin in verse 24, um, maybe not go a whole lot further, but it says there, Most assuredly, I say to you, 
He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me mm. has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but here it is, has passed from death into life. Mm. And I, I stepped back in my chair and I said, wow, really? Me? Right. Yeah, it's like, boom, there it is. And and so, for and that's everlasting life and it, it comes and we have it clear through. It does not come into judgment, but wait a minute, God. Mm-hmm. You know, are you yeah, maybe I need to explain to you a few things, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we've all felt that way. Mm-hmm. But what does the word say? Shall not come into judgment. And he goes on there, um, you know, and I, you know, but it's just it's a tremendous thing. Um, so then, so I did a little thing here on down where I talked about the life grin in verse 26. It says, For the Father has life in himself. He has also granted his Son to have life in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is a son of man. So the point here is that God has given life to Jesus and in Jesus is in turn giving life to us. Mm. So we have this life grant from the Father through the Son mm. and we've passed from death to life. And you go, wow. Wow, yeah. Uh, here's one in Colossians uh, chapter 1, verse 13. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Yeah, you know. I mean, it just they just build. Yeah. They just build. So so if we if we can learn to begin to fill our soul and spirit mm-hmm. with a, this kind of a message which is the message that I believe he wants us to 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 rest in and to reveal again to those around us that this is who we are and no, no matter I mean I mean this uh, illness uh, financial wreck ruin whatever might be coming and we all have experienced some of that mm-hmm. this does not alter this does not change because of those circumstances that come upon our life yeah and it takes us sometimes a while you know, we got to go out and walk around the orchard a while to say, oh, okay, that's what that was about. And finally get to the point where we can begin to say, yes, um, this is really who I am. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. And then um, another one that is, that is, I think, paramount as we begin, as we continue to walk in this life is the fact that there's a, there's forgiveness for for failure or there's freedom to fail. It's been said that way. Uh, forgiveness for failure is maybe a little way of softening it, but same principle. We we are when we fail, we're forgiven. It's not like it's the end of the road, like God's tossed us in a hopeless bin because we blew it somewhere. No, you could. There's classic there's classic verses in First John eight about you know if you confess your sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and all that. All those are very true. So when we realize that we fail, God's expecting us to do one thing: is to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off. And admit it, own up to it, and say, okay, that was bad. I know it's bad. God, you know it's bad. I'm sorry. And keep moving. Mm-hmm. If, if we keep looking at it and dwelling on it and have our daubers down all the time, there, there's, you know, we're just going to spiral down. Oh, yeah. And then we've all done that, too, for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. Until finally something comes along and, you know, pulls us up out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've spent uh, much as a week or so at a time, my, you know, my dauber down, you know, hanging, oh, man. Mm-hmm. And, and and then finally something or somebody or you read a scripture and it breaks through and you say, no, wait a minute, brother. You got to get out of that spot. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you are this child of God who has these attributes imputed. That's a big word, but it simply means given to you mm. because you had faith in Christ and you meant it. 
Right. And he knows that. Yeah. Uh, us having this new life is very powerful. And, and when we get in those spirals and we start dwelling there and set up camp there and start to live there, I think what we're, we don't really um, consciously think this, but I think what we're really saying to God is what you, your work that you did at the cross really isn't enough. What Adam did was more powerful than what Jesus did. And yeah, I think that's a really um, tragic place to be mm. because we're, we're, we're telling God, it's like you didn't do, you, your work wasn't quite enough. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I need you to die on the cross for me one more time for this one, for mm-hmm. this sin. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't mean that to be condemning, but I, I hope that's a revelation to some people that, that understand the message. It's like, no, Christ did a perfect work. Yeah. And you, you, you have been brought from death to life. Yeah. And, and he did it just for you. Yeah. yeah. He did it exactly for you. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't matter if you, uh, what you did you know he died for all of our sins past mm-hmm. present and future and he would have done it if you'd been the only person on earth oh yeah it would have been worth it to him yep, yep. so so the, the the forgiveness for failure the freedom to fail i mean nobody's suggesting that we go do it on purpose right right i mean we that, that happens because we're still living in this body of clay and you know and th- those things happen and we just need to own up to it mm-hmm. and 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 repent of it and keep moving god is not surprised by it he's not put off by it he's seen it all yours is not unique you may think it is but it probably isn't yeah and the word that always sticks with me through the hard times and the lord showing me through his contrast Mm -hmm. i need that contrast Mm -hmm. to learn absolutely yeah i mean that's the best for me absolutely there's no doubt about that okay then another one uh which i think is is really good for us to think about. It's another one that came a while back uh, through a couple different circumstances. I know scripture we'll read here in just a moment. But it's simply this, that life in Christ, or we can say with Christ. I like that what you said about realizing that not only is he in me, but I'm in him. Mm-hmm. That That's really an important point to remember. So it goes with this really well. Life with Christ or in Christ, that is my present reality. Mm. Okay, it's not just a someday. It's just not a goal someday. Yeah. Okay, there's nothing wrong with having goals. I mean, I'm, I'm all for having goals. Mm-hmm. But 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 having Christ as my life is not a goal. Yeah. Mm. It's my present reality. It's who mm-hmm. I am today. Right. Paul says it in the classic verse in Philippians 1.21, I think, where he says, I can do all things. I know he says, uh, for me to live is Christ. That's what I was had in mind. Mm. For me to live is Christ. Well, that was true of Paul. It's true of us. But oftentimes we don't act like it, but when we think about it, we know that that, that is our desire. We want mm-hmm. him to be foremost in what we're doing, what we're saying, how we're living our life with our neighbors. But there's a verse here back in First Peter. Boy, well, Brother Peter, he just nails it here today. Got a lot of good stuff for us out of Peter. Uh, this one, I was in Uganda, and I was doing a little seminar for the local people there, and I was studying and, you know, sweating it out for God, right? And I had this meeting the next day. And mm-hmm. So I came across this verse in First Peter 3.18, which says, For Christ also suffered for, you know, suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I went, yeah. That happened to me. 
Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yeah. We talked yesterday in the in the outline about Jesus, mm-hmm. the point about execution of self on the cross. You know, well that that flesh is being being put to death in the flesh, and Christ was literal for him. Mm-hmm. He was in fact put to death in a real literal in a real literal sense, but he came back to life in the spirit, and rose again that day, showed himself to the disciples. You know the accounts, and so I grabbed onto that, and I said, yeah. That happened to me. I was put to death. I can show you where in the Bible. Show you where it happened. Uh-huh. And I was made alive in the spirit. Yeah. And I went. Mm-hmm. Is that really true? Well, yeah, it really is true. So, 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 life in Christ, life with Christ, is not a goal. It's my present reality. Right. And yeah, I went. That's good. I went. Whoa. I love that the section where it says he. Christ brought us to God, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times uh, I think my attitude a lot of times is, well, yeah, Jesus is great, but God's kind of a, he's kind of harsh and, yeah, he's, you he's, know, he's, he's demanding. Yeah. But God, Jesus did such a perfect work that he was able to bring us before the father and say, look, yeah, here he is you're just like you were talking about God reaching down to us. Mm-hmm. And I always like to picture that, that, uh, image of, of a good father that just loves to have their kids grow up in their lap and just sit mm-hmm. there and, and, and put their head on his chest and, and just enjoy their dad. Yeah. And Jesus brought us to the father. Amen. Well, yeah. And can you imagine giving your son to die? Oh Yeah. I mean, just look where he's at. I, I talk to a lot of people that are so afraid. They'll talk to Jesus, no problem. Mm-hmm. But they will not talk to God. They mm-hmm. won't, you know, they don't want to. He's just too terrifying. Well, can you imagine the love he has for us to give his own son? Right. I mean, for me, I think about that daily. Right. Because you know how hard that would be to do that? And right. then once you actually see it happen, witness it not to just destroy everyone right you know but no he didn't he still still loves all of us yeah it's just amazing to me amen amen okay then i have one more here then we'll see you know maybe you guys can add it then i have a couple comments here maybe at the end but and this one is this one was one that um uh i have to credit to uh our past our former brother mike here is now living and looking down on us in heaven and um he told me one time, and I, I mean, I walked around this one, and I just thought, yeah, I mean, he's really got that. I mean, that was really a good point, and you probably have heard it before, but mm-hmm. it's a revelation that needs to come if it hasn't come, and it will hopefully for all of us at some point, is I don't have to become who I already am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and most Christian folks, I think, until they become acquainted with the Exchange Life message and the fact that they're in Christ and he's in them and the whole package, they're doing that. They're They're trying to become this whatever they have in their mind as a quote unquote good Christian, whatever that looks like. Right. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, just, and that's why, you know, that's why all the culture is so big and growing because they give people something to do. Yeah. You know, you give me, you give me 10 things to do and I'll do it. But, but you come to Christ, he doesn't give you that recipe. Mm -hmm. He just says, come unto me, all you that are burdened, have you laid, and I will give you rest. 
Mm-hmm. And you take my yoke upon you and learn of me what we're doing, on it, mm-hmm. hopefully, as we move on here in this life, we're learning of him. Yeah. And what the next thing is, and this is from that same diagram of the journey to the end of self, is there's we find rest. There's a rest that's given. There's a rest that's found. Mm-hmm. And when you find it, it is really sweet. Yeah. And then the problem is, is we tend to forget and move back like we don't know who we are, like we don't know these truths about ourselves. But it's just unfortunate that so many folks are trying to become who the Bible says you already are hmm. instead of just resting in that resting, and, yeah. and allowing it to be true of them. And we go back to our verse in Romans five seventeen from yesterday, even that, you know, we are, we have the ability to reign in life with Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a famous little song by Bruce Carroll. It's called The Great Exchange. It goes really well. You know, because it, it is. It's just a great exchange. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a difference of being in bondage and being free. Yep. So we know that we're supposed to be new, well, you know, that we're supposed to be new creatures and our lives are supposed to be changed. And But then how does all that happen? Well, it happens, I think, gradually. It's not an overnight thing. It's mm-hmm. it's here a little. It's as we walk, revelation here, revelation there. And, also, and the sweet part about that is even as we grow older, and that's true of all of us, uh, you know, I'm 65. I can't, you know, it's like, wow, how'd that happen? You know, right. I'm all of a sudden, I'm this old dude. But, but. Even now, I'm looking forward to more mm-hmm. of those revelations. I just pray God will continue to bring them at the right time. Yeah. And then we might be able to have the opportunity to share with, uh, you know, some of that. But so I think it's, it's as we walk in him, um, as we begin to walk in him and realize what's true of us, he, he changes our character into his character as we live in him, as we allow that to happen. And then... And then uh, once we are in him, he gives us his life, I think, one revelation at a time. Yeah. And it just, keeps, it just keeps getting better, deeper, sweeter as we move in him and then have the, have the courage, and it does take courage and faith, mm-hmm. not to allow circumstances to, to rob that from us, to move, to move us away from that because they do. Mm-hmm. You know, we traffic in so much here in this life yeah. that is detrimental to the life of the cross yeah. and it's a constant you know we need to have that computer updated that constantly with the new the program is new never gets old but but it's it's constantly barraged by different things in this life that tend to detract from it make yeah. us doubt it and mm-hmm. did god really say that about me right well look at what right. you just did look at what you just thought mm-hmm. you know and then it goes to well i might as well live this way or yeah. i might as well do this because yeah this is this is who I am, yeah. but it, it's not true. We're not we're not under that old Adamic nature anymore. We're under the we're under this. We have the Spirit of Christ living in us, yep. and it that old man is dead. And too often we listen to that old voice. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and instead of preaching to it, which we should do, we should say, "Wait a minute, get out of here." Uh, we'll, we'll we'll begin to listen to it, and then that we're you know we're headed down. Yeah. If we don't stop it, mm-hmm. and say, "Get behind me." I'm no longer that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was in Africa with my dad, I was struggling with, uh, what was it I was struggling with that time? Uh, oh, yeah, I was struggling with homosexuality, and I was having such a hard time, you know, you know, do I do I go live that life, or do I not? Do I do this? Who am I, you know, going back and forth? And I remember just constantly hearing that, that's who you are. You know, you are a homosexual. You are a homosexual. Well, 
I finally told my dad in Africa, I said, well, I don't know what to do here. I, I'm rebuking. It's still here. I don't know. So he went off to the jungle like he does, and he goes, well, let me go talk to God about it. And come, when he came back, he said, it's you. It's The demons aren't even messing with you. It's just you. You are destroying yourself. And, man, that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh, so it's, it made me start rethinking everything, you know, like, man, I really do hate myself this much mm-hmm. where I will absolutely destroy myself and I'll do anything in my power to do that. So that right there changed a lot of my life of, okay, God doesn't see me this way. Right. God sees me as perfect. He right. loves me. Am I going to believe what I believe about myself or yeah. am I going to believe what God believes about yeah, me? Yeah, that exactly. Is an excellent question. And when you take Jesus at his word yeah, in the exactly. Bible. Yeah. So and then when he says those things about us, it's easy to say, well, yeah, it may be good for Joe Christian over here, but yeah, but not me. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're back to the yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and again, we're saying, well, Jesus didn't do enough. Exactly. And the other thing is I love about, you know, what you're talking about is the Lord will meet you wherever you're at mm-hmm. to teach you something. So. Even if you're not reading the Bible every day, he will, I mean, he will honestly talk through a goat to <laughs> teach you something. Yeah. I remember I was just watching a show that's not even a Christian show. And at the end of it, God showed me something right there. And I started just weeping. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, God will speak through. He'll meet you wherever you're at. Right. You know, and that's what's so cool about him. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's, I have to be you know, full exposure here that. The whole thought, the whole thought process here of one revelation at a time came from a country song. Right. Yeah. The so. guy was telling his girlfriend, we're going to change your life one sunrise at a time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? God changes my life one revelation at a time. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. And that's what's so cool. He actually does life with us. Right. He does it every day and he meets you wherever you're doing. I love it. Amen. Yeah. If you're in the word, great. If you're not, he'll still meet you somewhere, wherever you're at. I love it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, thank you, Noah. Yeah. For the opportunity here. Um, we, again, we pray God's blessing on the, on this little message here. And uh, uh, none of us have it figured out. We're all still walking the life. Amen. We all still struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but in the end, we know what we know. We know who we are. Mm-hmm. And we know where we're going. Yeah. And we know who our Father is. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a ton of rest in that. Yeah, exactly. And know whoever's listening to this, know you're not alone. That's right. Amen. You know, we're all going through this together. Amen. Yeah. So thank you guys for sharing that. That was awesome. And we'll do another one soon. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening.